Everyone, please bow your heads and pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us here tonight to um, hear from Dan. Um, I ask that you, his message will stick with us and that we will leave this room unchanged. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Was it was it just my ears, or did y'all just really sing that last song really well? I mean, that was just nice. Uh, uh, that was just nice, just for me. I know it's just for God, but just for me, just to be a part of. So I appreciate being a part of that. Um, we're in the book of Acts. Acts was written by Luke. Also wrote the book of, and Luke was a doctor by profession. Good. Um, but specifically last week or two weeks ago, I spoke about a man named, what was his name? Stephen. Stephen. Now, if we, if, if we just refresh on him really quick, this was two, two weeks ago. I know that was a long time ago. Um, for some, you're like, two weeks ago. Um, I've, uh, you know, I've, this, I'm on my third boyfriend since then. You know, we need to talk. Yes, you got troubles. Uh, <clears throat> Stephen was, was a, a guy's, a man we ought to strive to be like. Uh, girls, he's a guy that you should, should strive and pray for and look for. Uh, he was full of faith, full of grace, full of strength, full of the Spirit. Uh, and it sort of talks all ab- about that. We see that a bunch of men at the end of what we read last week in Acts chapter 6, um, uh, that a bunch of men... Uh, see that he's, he, they can't refute what he's saying. What he, sa- he says something, and they're trying to fight against it, but they can't. And, and he's swaying the, the crowd. And so they begin to make up, it says, a false witness against him, a lie against him. Uh, and we know that re- nah, Revelation 21, 8, you, have you all heard that song before? Revelation, Revelation 21, 8, 21, 8. Liars go to hell, liars go to hell, burn, 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 baby, burn. Y'all didn't hear in VBS? Okay, sorry, that's, that's a, it's a scripture, it's just scripture memory, uh, but that's just, you're like, don't look at that right now, Karen, we're not going there now, get back to Acts. All right, you can look it up later. Um, that's how I remember the, the verse, uh, and, uh, and it speaks truth, but they, so these, these, these liars make up these false reports against them. Because they can't refute him with truth and with what he's saying. So um, <clears throat> if, if you've got the, those worksheets, uh, that, that worksheet there, um, let me share a, cu- a couple things before we, we jump on to that uh, worksheet. I, in my profession as a youth pastor at a church, there's many times I meet with guys, whether uh, uh, youth age um, or, or college and they're just wanting to meet just to talk about life and stuff. And so we, we tend to do that. And a lot of times there's guys I'll meet with every week. And we're just t- talking about things. They're, a lot of times for these guys, they're not really progressing in, in their faith or in their walk. They're, they're wanting to meet because they're wanting to grow, but they're not really growing. So they, they'll even say to me, hey, is there like a book that we can do or something that we can do? And uh, so I give them a book. And it's called, the book I, I use a lot of times has been called F- Fundamentals of the Faith. And it's just trying to do a foundation for them. And it's a workbook. They've got to actually do work. And so I say, hey, do you want to do this book? And they go, yeah, yeah. Nine times out of ten, those guys never call me or text me again to meet. They've got the book. I've given it to them. We, we've met maybe for six months before this book. And most of the time you're thinking, well, that must be an awful book. 
but the problem is this. The book requires you to work, and it requires you to work hard. And the truth of the statement is, if you want to grow in your faith with God, you've got to work hard. There's no easy way to grow. We, and we live in a world where fast food rules, and now you can, uh, uh, I think, McDonald's is doing a test run where the food will be delivered to your door if you order it in this one town. They're seeing if it works out right. I mean, we're in a have-it-your-way, easy, don't even get off the couch, and we will feed you a full spread. Am I right? I mean, it's easier. I mean, right now, most or a lot in this room, you've, you've got a phone that when I was in high school, it could have powered all of IBM and all of, of NASA. Probably not, but I'm just saying. It, it does incredible things. So we're very spoiled. It's easy, and we don't understand this thing um, called, called hard. And uh, tonight, we're going to sort of be... It, in, in the hard part tonight, uh, it's going to require you to, to think, to invest. If you really want to learn tonight on what I teach about, you're going to have to look at it on your own when you leave here. If you really want to grow in your faith, you're going to have to put in effort. You're going to have to put in time. It's going to be a struggle. Things are going to fight against it. And so I just want to share that right from the start um, because... We're just going to go through the grind. There's a lot of scripture we're going to read tonight, and I, I want you to just go, okay, even just tonight, hang in here. Okay, you know what? There's a lot of things that have been going on this week. My mind's going here or there, but I'm going to lay that aside and really invest in this time right here, right now. And with, with, with this sheet that you have, I'm going to, uh, you know, you're, you're, the hope is that you're going to, you know, I'm going to take this, and I'm going to really look on it because... It's amazing the passage we're going to look at here in Acts 7, preached by, by Stephen, his last words, the man, guys, who you ought to, to strive to be like, girls, the one that you ought to look for. It's amazing what he knows and what he says in this short amount of time. And he only can do it because he's put in the effort and put the hard time in, and he spent the times to understand the Word of God because he shows his, his knowledge of the Word of God in a very short amount of time. And it's only because he took the time to learn it. And you're like, man, I don't think I could ever do that. Yes, yes you can. You can yes, you, we, I'm just not really good at it. That's all right. Well, script, scripture memory, I just can't really learn it. You know songs like Nobody's Business. You can learn scripture uh, just like you, you learn Bieber, Wes, huh? I'm kidding. Wes, like, what? what? Stop it, man. Shh, that was quiet. I'm only kidding. Uh, but before we do talk about this hard time, I want you to see um, this video. Does anybody know what a hey-hey is? A hey-hey? It's not a cuss word or anything. Just check it out on the video here. It seems to lack the basic intelligence required for pretty much everything. Should we maybe just cook him? Uh, sometimes our strengths lie beneath the surface. Far beneath, in some cases. But I'm sure there's more to hey hey than meets the eye. <laughs> 
go. Nice water. The ocean is a friend of mine. Hey, hey. That's a hey hey. Anybody here know a hey hey? Dude, I know a lot of them. I'm staring at quite a few of them. Um, we're going to talk about that later. Don't worry, it fits. Uh, <clears throat> we are, um, we're going to read, like I said, a lot of scripture. I'm going to read the, the first part tonight. We're going to stand in, in, in honor of God's word. You can go ahead and stand right now. We're going to read Acts chapter, chapter 7, verses 1 through 8. Uh, and then we're, and some of the youth in here, as we go through the night, are going to read through the rest of it. Uh, so it's just not me. You don't hear just my voice. I'm uh, glad to have youth share and speak. But um, uh, Stephen's just had the false witness done against him. They've said that he, uh, that, that, that Jesus was, that he said Jesus was going to destroy Everything and that most emote 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 Moses's customs and laws would be done away with. That's sort of what they false witnessed against him on what he said. They took his words and they twisted them. So this is where we pick up in verse one of chapter seven. And the high priest said, Are these things so? And Stephen said, Brothers and fathers, hear me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia. Tamia, before he lived in Haran, and said to go, go out from your land and from your kindred, and go into the land that I will show you. Then he went out from the land of the Chaldeans and lived in Haran. And after his father died, God removed him from there into this land in which you are now living. Yet he gave him no inheritance in it, not even a foot's length, but promised to give it to him as a possession and to his offspring after him, though he had no child. And God spoke to this effect uh, that his offspring would, would be sojourners in a land belonging to others who would enslave them and afflict them 400 years. But I will judge the nation that they serve, said God. And after that, they shall come out and worship in this place. And he gave him the covenant of cir circumcision. And so a a Abraham became the father of Isaac and cir circumcised him on the eighth day. And Isaac became the father of Jacob, and Jacob of the twelve patriarchs. Let's pray together. Dear God, we just ask that as we look at your word tonight, that you will help us to understand it, uh, that you will uh, just speak to us, because uh, God, we need your help. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So everybody ha have a seat. There are six things I want you to, to see that he says to, the, to this crowd he speaks to. Now he's speaking to a crowd that is after him, and they're wanting to take him out. So he knows that it's grim, but he doesn't get defensive. He just speaks about who God is. And listen to what he says, because throughout this whole process, when people are against him, 
he's still fighting for them because he's trying to remind them of six things. First thing is he's trying to remind them, and the first point is to remember God's crazy promises. He wants them to remember God's crazy promises. He takes, and, and, and he says it in verses 1 through, through, through 7 there, that God went to Abraham and said, I want you to, um, you will, this will be your land, and your children will in, 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 inhabit this land. At this time, Abraham was a very old man. It's sort of a joke if you would think Abraham is really going to have a child. And truth, we see in verse 8, he does have a child, and the promise is fulfilled in verse 8. The child's name is Isaac. And does anybody know how old Abraham was at the time Isaac was born? A hundred. Okay, he's, okay. That's what you, yeah. A father at a hundred years old, it's crazy. But that's the way God's work. God, so he brings that up. The first thing he says, hey, remember God's crazy promises. And he throws that one out there right there. Now we've got another set of verses that we're going to read. So that's, so your first, do you see the, the points? You, you have those points one and two, the first two things on, on the worksheet. If you've got your seat, if you've missed it, they're going to have those on the screen as, as well as doing the scripture. So, so see, the promise was fulfilled that I, Isaac w- was born. So then we go to Acts chapter 7, verse uh, 9. Now, let me encourage you to do this. And this is if, if you want to go, man, I want to, to, to study this. And it's okay for me to write in my Bible, not to cross things out, but to write like notes alongside things. And what I would do in this passage where we're at is right alongside where we're in Acts like 1, 1 through 7, you, you could write Genesis 12 through 20 because you know it refers back to that. He's speaking back to that because all he's doing is he's bringing Old Testament texts that these Jews who he's speaking to, they know these texts. They know, they, they know them well. They've learned them since birth. And so he's taking these and going, hey, look, this is who God is. This is how God works. So Acts chapter 7, who's got that? Have you got that, Madeline? So you're going to read verse 9 through 16. Do y'all know what cliff, cliff notes are? Does anybody, any youth know that? If you haven't, I don't, I probably even shouldn't say this because I'm afraid <laughs> y'all might learn something. We used to have these things, books that were called cliff notes back when we were in high school because the internet wasn't here. 
uh, or it was, but it wasn't. We weren't allowed to be on it because it didn't exist for the public. Um, and and so these clip notes were books that were about a twelfth the size of the of the real book or less. It was just a very thin book, but it summarized the whole book and told you some of the main points and all sorts of stuff in it. So if you had to do a book report and you hadn't quite read it all, you could use the cliff notes, okay? Do, do you all have that stuff nowadays? Okay. No, but you wouldn't use it because I was a non-believer when I used it. So, it, so, um, so <laughs> no, I actually was, um, I think. And um, <clears throat> so if you notice what we see here, Stephen takes this story, and it's from Genesis 37.12 to Genesis chapter 50. So he takes this, this whole, and he, 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 he writes it, he paraphrases it, and does some key points in this story. The first point was, remember God's crazy prom- promise. The second is, remember God's crazy prop, 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 providence. I should probably pick words I can say. Providence. Who knows what's, can someone define for me what providence is? Anybody? Divine intervention. Divine intervention. Yeah, it's, it's that, that he's sovereign and in charge, that, that he's still over all. He's, he's got his hands on, on everything. That's what it means. God's prop, promise means that, that he, no matter what is going on in your life, I want you to know this, God knows, he understands, and he's pursuing you like you don't even understand. So his providence, that, that he, he's over it. The start of this story, Joseph gets this pretty cool coat of many colors, colors? colors and his bro- bro- brothers don't like it. And he sort of boasts about it some and, and whatnot. And they take him and they throw him in a pit. And then instead of, of allowing him to, to die there, they sell him to slave, slavery and he goes to e- Egypt. He's, in, he's there. He's imprisoned there. He's finally freed from that. He becomes a, a servant in the house of the, the man in charge of the royal guard, and, and he serves, and, and that, that house is blessed because Je- God is with Je- Joseph. He's there doing everything he's supposed to be doing. Potiphar's wife, who was this man, comes on to him because she wants to know him in the ways that she ought not know him, and he he rebukes her advances. He flees. She lies and says he tried to rape her. He gets put in jail again. After a while, God shows up and it works him out of jail and he becomes a second in command of all of Egypt. God's providence. That's crazy. And, and Joseph's faithful the whole time. And we go, sometimes we can't be faithful when we go to, uh, to Burger King and they put uh, mayo on our, bur- our, our burger and we're allergic to mayo, we say, but we really aren't. And, and, and that wrecks our day. And, we, and he's faithful. You know, it's such a beautiful story of God's crazy providence that's, that God's in charge. Then we go to Acts 7, verses 17 through 28, we're gonna, these are big chunks. I just want you to see, first of all, this text in Acts 7, how it relates to the Old Testament here, because it's some, some very big truths he's trying, trying to show. And uh, who's I've got to read that? Is that you? Yes. And this is, is a, a big chunk, so hang in here with us. Go ahead, Kess. 
Perfect. Thank you. So we see, remember God's crazy prom, prom, promises. We see, remember God's crazy prop, providence. And here we see to remember God's crazy prophets. Okay. He uses Mo, Mo, Moses. Now, it's in Exodus 1 is where this begins, Acts 17 through 19. It says that the he, Hebrews multiplied. They multiplied. That means there were a few of them, and they became a huge number of slaves, and they were enslaved there in Egypt. We see in verses 20 through 22, who was born? Moses is born, okay? And then we see in Acts 23 through 29, what does he do? He, he kills, right? And then flees, but he kills. One thing you'll notice in Scripture uh, uh, and he did it. You can say, well, he did it because he was defending the Hebrew. And that's, that's true. He was. A Hebrew was being, being beaten down. So I don't know the, the righteousness of the self-defense clause and all that stuff. Um, but it's cr- crazy who God has used. Just think, did God use da- David? Did David always choose the right, right way? Did God use Sol- 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 Solomon? Yeah. Did he always choose the right way? How many wives did, did he have? Yeah. How many con- concubines did, did he have? 300 or something. It was just a, he, had, it was just, he, he didn't, he, he was used by God, but he still had times when he struggled, he fell. God's, remember God's crazy prophets, but he still used them. So let's jump here to Acts um, uh Verse 29. And, uh, and Sil- Sil- Silas, I think, is going to read this one. Is that right? Go ahead, man. Thank you. 
Okay, thanks, Silas. Uh, we see in verses 30 through 34, God is in the burning bush. God appears to him in the burning bush. We see in verses 35 and 36, don't hit it on the screen. Moses says what? Let my people go. Who's he say that to? The Pharaoh. And then all these plagues come. Up, up, upon the land of Egypt. Egypt says they will relent. They don't relent. Then they finally do. Then the Hebrews cross the what? The Red Sea. Okay, so Exodus 3 and 4, Exodus 4 through 12, and then Exodus 14 through 31. They cross the, 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 the Red Sea, and then they are in the wilderness for how long? F- 40 years. So, so he, he summarizes all these key, huge, foundational truths in this short amount of time. Um, remember God's crazy plan. Okay, in this plan, uh, he uses a, a man that was not raised with the he, Hebrews, but was raised by the Egyptians who fights for his, his, his people, kills a man, is accused of it by his kindred. He flees. He's gone, he's gone for 40 years. It's not like he's just gone a week or two months. 40 years. God appears to him in a burning bush and speaks to him. Most of that time says, God, I can't do it. I can't talk. I'm slow of, of, of mouth and tongue. Uh, and God, God says, who made man's mouth? made him uh, deaf, dumb, or blind, am I, not, am I not God? And at the time he relents, he goes, he, he goes to Pharaoh, all these plagues come, frogs, the sea turns to blood, I mean, all this the staff to a snake and eats another staff, all this crazy stuff. Remember God's crazy plan. Know that when they left there, God, when, when they left Egypt for the first time, God was there b- b- before them the whole time as, and, and led them as a pillar of cloud by day and a, a column of fire by, by night. They get to the Red Sea. God parts it. They get through. The Egyptians come to get them. The Red Sea comes and crushes over them. Remember God's crazy plan. How old was Moses when he confronted Pharaoh? Pharaoh and went to lead them out of Egypt. 80. 80. You imagine, hopefully he wasn't at the front of the line and he's like this. As this huge, millions of them are behind him as he's trying to, I mean, 80. Crazy. And then it says that he 
he, he, they're in the wilderness for 40 more years. And at that end of that 40 years, he dies at the age of 120. Are, are, are we caught up on the, the, the worksheet? Okay, I don't have everything in my notes. Kieran, I think you've got the next, next, next point, point to read in verse 39 through 43, sir. Okay, so you remember God's promises, his, his um, providence, his prophets, his plan. And here, here, remember God's crazy pe- pe- people. Moses goes up to, to, to the mountain to, to meet with God because God says to. And he goes there and God gives him the Ten Commandments. He comes down and they have made a calf out of the gold that they had to worship because they... Because they, they thought this Moses guy left us, uh, and it, it's been it's been a few weeks or whatever it's been, and it's not been a long am, uh, amount of time. So they do this; they begin to worship this calf. Um, many of them die. God takes them and grinds the calf down into a like uh, into like dust, and they pour, he pours it into their their water, and he makes them dr- drink it. Have you ever had? Uh, like a drink that at the beach and they got sand sand it in it or something and you're like you're like well even a small bit will mess up just think of he took this this big thing they made grinds it down pours it in their water and makes them drink the stuff dude he's bad dude don't mess with him remember God's crazy people they see God work they see God save them they see God provide for them man, manna and quail they eat each day they cross the Red Sea they see all that stuff. And still, they fall away. Uh, reminds me of of Hey Hey. You know, Hey Hey just doesn't learn. Seems like he can't learn. You know, she's like, "Stay, Hey Hey," right? And just keeps on doing. It. And if you watch it, it's from that new movie Moana. And if you see it, Hey Hey, through the whole film, he's a. And so, like, I'll say to my kids, and I may quit being a Hey Hey. Really? And my wife's like, oh, I can't do that. I say it to my, my, my kids and my kids' friends. She's like, you're not allowed to. I'm like, they're in my house. Allowed to. <laughs> it, it, it is a great movie. I agree with you. Um, so the Hebrews uh, worship the golden calf. That's sort of the next line there. And then we get to Acts chapter, we're going to read uh, 7, verse 44 through 49, I think. Alex, is that you? Okay.
Thank you. So we see verse 44, 45, the Hebrews enter the promised land. What God has promised to Abraham in the very first thing, it's fulfilled completely here. Uh, and then he, he, so that's found in the book of Joshua. We see he talks about King, 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 King David. Uh, and he talks about Sol, 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 Solomon builds the what? The temple. Solomon builds the temple. That refers to the first Kings 2 through 8, really in 8, really he built it. And then he quotes at the end there from the prophet I, I, Isaiah. And the quote is, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Did not my hand make all the, these things? All of a sudden, a powerful quote about how man has tried to make these things for God. But really, is it enough for God? No, it's not. And he quotes Isaiah here. Uh, that's, that's who he quotes. And you can see the, they, the reference Isaiah 66, verses 1 and 2. So remember God's crazy promises, because uh, his promises are true. They're trustworthy and true. Remember his cra- crazy prov- providence. In the midst of things going wrong, God, God's still here. God is, 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 is here and working, and we need to see where he's working and join him and not lose heart. Remember God's um, cr- 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 crazy prophets. Prop- uh, God uses the ordinary and the broken to do extraordinary things. We see it through everybody in the Word of God. You see great things that they do, but you also see a past that, a past or a, a a a present where they mess up and flub up and they pull a hey hey. You see it. Re, re, remember God's crazy plan. His ways are not our ways. What makes sense? This this makes sense. God a lot of times has a way that we work around and. And it was harder to get there, but man, I grew so much more through that. And I got to affect these lives here, which I would never have gotten to affect. Remember um, God's crazy people. A lot of it, it tells the Israelites, we see them and we see them crash so many times, but such a picture of you and me. It's just not to think too highly of ourselves. Man, I'm good. I'm at the edge every week, man. I'm doing really good. No, understand, dude. They, they saw God, and they saw him move. We see God. You go, well, I, 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 don't, I wish I could see God like that. I think we get to see God in, in a fresh way because God re, resides in us and, and, and in those that we felt fellowship with. And it, 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 there's a way we, we just need, need to go, man, that's the way he works. The last one is remember God's crazy persistence. In the midst of the calf that they built, uh, and that, that they, they, they let, went astray once again, we see that God still pursues them through um, the promised land, going to the promised land, through King David, through King Solomon. God's still persistent. He pursues. He still loves. It ends in this, in verses 51 through 53. You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in hearts and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. Don't forget, he's speaking to a crowd that is after him. But he's speaking truth and love. He's using scripture from Genesis all the way through uh, 
Isaiah, really, but, but Kings and through Isaiah, he's just in all this scripture. It's full of it in this one chapter 7. And he says, you stiff-necked people, hey, dummies, is what he's saying. Hey, uncircumcised in heart and in ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. As your, your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your father not persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one. You know, one of the main ones who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, I think of as John the Baptist. And John the Baptist, he, he, he lost his head. He was beheaded. And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you have now betrayed and murdered. Talking about Jesus. You who received the law as delivered by angels and did not keep it. He says, you, he was there. It's there. Everything I talked about points to him. And you still refuse to bend. You've refused to admit. You've refused to bow. And in a lot of ways he's saying, you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to lose in this deal. And I hope as we, as we read and we get to this point, he's essentially saying to him, hey, don't be a, a hey, hey. You know what the truth is? You know what's right? You know what to do? Do it. Someone who, who is a hey, hey is someone who, who can see what's right to do, but they still go their own way because they think it's going to be better. Man, no one... We don't want to be a hey, hey, but many, many of us live that life. We're like, like that bird, that dumb bird. Yeah, yeah, just like him. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you so much for your truth. Uh, Lord, help us take the scripture here. And it's so full and it covers so much. Uh, and I know it was a harder night tonight just to, just to, uh, just to grab it all. Uh, but Lord, may, may we grow in our faith. May, may what S Stephen shares then speak to us now. We, I thank you that you move in the ways that you do, in the ways that we don't expect, that you're still in charge, that it's your plan, it's your prop, prop, providence, uh, that even when we, we struggle and fall, you forgive us, you love us, uh, and God, that you're persistent after us. Uh, Lord, may we draw near to you. May we follow you. May, may, may we honor you with our lives. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, that's all we got for tonight. So y'all have a great week. And uh, we'll see you. Don't forget, Adventure Landing Lockout money soon.